<laughs> yeah, what are, are they like? Is are they are all bananas made in a lab? Like they're just genetically engineered freaks, dude. dude what the government <laughs> technology? A rhizome is underneath the tree of the banana, according to this diagram. What so, what is a rhizome? It spawns from the tree. But what is a rhizome? It looks like it's just like a melon that's kind of like sitting underneath the tree (laughs) that like the roots grow out of. The tree pearl. Let me see. Yeah, according to this (laughs) thing, the rhizome's like just chilling at the bottom of the tree. It's just like a little melon. Yeah. Interesting. So melons grow bananas. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we've learned from this. Welcome to the No No Thought Thought Podcast. Podcast. (laughs) Produced by Zane. Well, uh, by all of us. (laughs) We all do a little bit of yeah. editing in FL Studio. <laughs> I'd say it's Zane. <laughs> so we're coming to the end of the year. Do you oh guys have any, my God. Actually, today is New Year's Eve. This episode yeah. probably isn't going to come out until like end of January. Oh, Happy good. Christmas. So, Yay. <laughs> um, do you guys have any New Year's resolutions coming up for the following year? I want to finish that Pokemon game. Uh, <laughs> that's a new one yeah yeah that is a new one this is my uh he just started playing today yeah literally today <laughs> right before the podcast uh i just i was chilling in the living room i'm like you know what i'm gonna play fucking pokemon because i wanna, do you want to play it uh, i'm like so bored of computer games <laughs> yeah. a console game no i mean like seriously because uh, but every time i sit down in that fucking chair and like my sit down in like my computer it's like i sit down and I play games. And so like, I want to just be addicted to like Pokemon or something. So that way, when I go on my computer, I can like disconnect myself from like these shitty games that I'm playing. Yeah. And I'm like, am addicted to You're microdosing doing other things. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, it's fun. Do you think you're addicted to games? Uh, yeah, really, because I view the I view the first step of anything else that I can do in my life as too hard than just playing a game when I have full access to every single other thing while mm. sitting down at that computer. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Well, it's also like, um, I don't know if it's like an addiction thing because I think there's also like a, uh, what's it called? It's like a resistance thing too. You know, it's very easy to just go default mode, put on a video game, turn off your brain for like two, three hours or whatever and just like blast away or whatever. But it's like, I don't know if, it, if it's necessarily an addiction in that sense, but you know, I, I'm not, you. I kind I of view it as an addiction because like fair. literally I can do the same thing. I came downstairs this morning and I play, I guess I can't call it this morning. It was like five o'clock right when I woke up, uh, 5 PM morning for you, <laughs> morning for me. But I just came downstairs into the basement and I was just fucking around on base. Like, mm. Thank, say shout out Dave for <laughs> getting me into fucking playing bass, and I genuinely am excited to Let's learn go, more. Dave. <laughs> the first step for playing bass was infinitely easier than I had anticipated it yeah. to be. Bass is a good instrument to learn first because it's relatively easy to get a hold of, but like it has such a high skill gap that you do kind of want to master it. It's a fun instrument, yeah, um, and it's relatively easy to play. So it's, it's really good to start off and learn music theory with it. Yeah, I agree. I am not learning music theory whatsoever. <laughs> I just want to... You're learning it implicitly. I like, guess. Even if you're translating it to a guitar form, like it's still music theory. Okay. Because like, a lot of the concepts just get more fundamental when you actually look at the theory of things. But when, you tr- when you're playing the guitar, you're doing all of these... It's the application yeah. of it. Yeah. Okay, okay. So like playing an instrument in general, you're learning music theory no matter what. Yeah, I just wanted to coordinate my hands, and that's my only goal right now. 
it's fun when you start feeling your uh, your fingers start getting calluses and your your pinky and <laughs> ring fingers. I don't know how strong yours are, but like mine were super weak. You start feeling the muscles forming. Oh, I'm yeah. about to I'm about to start getting manicures on the regular. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just saying, take care of your hands. You gotta have base hands, Definitely. dude. No, base hands are like the grimiest shit ever. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> They're also like long and spindly. No, you, when I, I well the George most Jake and I. Uh, went to a band over at Jake's college um, and the bass player for one of the openers, he was doing like the uh, claw. <laughs> no, he was, he was playing claw. He was playing Southpaw. <laughs> he, he was using uh, all three of his fingers, his, his ring finger, his middle finger and his pointer finger. And he was like, try plucking the, he was doing triplets on like the lowest note. It was a mm. metal band. So mm. when you have like the rolls of the, it was like when they do okay. those uh, sections yeah. of just all kick. That's yeah. so fucking good. Though. He was doing it on each note, and his fingers were fucking massive. <laughs> <He had laughs> thumbs. They were like school buses. Yeah, it was like he had like five thumbs, and he was going. <laughs> I'm like Jesus, fuck! I got scared. That would be insane. There's a splash zone from his fingers. <laughs> from the sweat and blood (laughs) (laughs) he was wearing like just thick ass jeans and like a Uh. full shirt and i'm like what is wrong with this guy (laughs) like obviously i'm not enough of a bass player uh would you zane i'm curious would you say that if you were learning how to play an instrument like should like say you're learning like a string instrument should you just learn how to use all your fingers at once like, do you think that the the pain in the ass of getting to know how to use all of them at once at the same time is worth it? It really doesn't matter when you learn it, but you should learn it mm. because if you want to get anywhere past like an intermediate level, you'd probably want to have full dexterity of all your fingers if you want to play anything crazy. Okay. I wouldn't push yourself to do it now because as long as you have good dexterity with at least two fingers, you're fine for a good amount of time in your learning journey. Yeah, it's like adding more fingers is like adding more strings to your guitar. Yeah, yeah <laughs> dude, regular guitars feel small to me now. Really? Like I was <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck?" My hand fits on this. What yeah. the fuck? I don't have to fucking bend my entire wrist to reach the lowest note. People use their thumbs; they wrap around the other side, like dude, on the lower side. I was, I was asking Dave if if I could use my thumb while playing. He said it's not official, but <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not official. <laughs> But no one's going to yell at you. Just say that it's arts and expression and they'll get it. So do you have any bass related New Year's resolutions? Nah. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, I do want to learn the, uh, the, uh, from the bully soundtrack, the walking theme, or it's like do 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 yeah that one such a banger, and that song is just bass yeah it's so fucking and there's like ding yeah there's like little bells sometimes we can play that live yeah it's easy. Not thought live. Bully soundtrack walking. We're in the middle of a podcast. We're like, all right, guys, let's finish our set real quick. (laughs) Boom, 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 boom. We can play ourselves out at some point. That would be cool. That would be be nuts. Now you need to learn an instrument. I know a little bit of piano. You know, I need that's right. I just need keys. That's the thing. Yeah, you can you can make it work. You need more keys, do you think? Uh no. Yeah, well, like it's just like with Zane's MIDI keyboard, it's really tiny. Mm. So like sometimes it's kind of hard. I know. Yeah. I saw Dave's fucking synth over there. Yeah. And his his synth is really nice. It's really good. Um synths are really cool too. I gotta add that into my like 30 year uh timeline. I mean you can fuck around (laughs) with synths just on the computer, really. You know, you don't need a uh, a big 
fucking beefy thing to do it. They map to your keyboard. Yeah. Oh, a shit. lot of uh, DAWs and software. All of them do. Maybe um, my 25s are looking kind of hot. Though. <laughs> do you have any New Year's resolutions? Um, I have a couple. I actually wrote some of them down. Ooh. I want to learn how to cook first and foremost. Nice. Because I, only learn, I only know how to cook like simple stuff or yeah. just like stuff to keep me alive. Mm. Um, it'll be like meat and rice or like yeah. stir fry vegetables with like chicken <laughs> The chunks. most basic shit, yeah. Toss in a sauce, you yeah. know, make um, a meat. So that's something I really want to do just so I can not only survive, but like, I think it'd be nice to like cook for yeah, people. Yeah, no, it's, it's good for yourself. Because yeah. when people cook for me now, like as an adult, and I'm, I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a meal. <laughs> <laughs> Moving out sucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mom, I need <laughs> Mommy, I need make, me a, make me dinner, mommy. Moving out on your own is kind of like learning how to go camping. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I would say a, a lot less stressful, but yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> like, I don't have a threat of like a bear walking in my house. <laughs> Only burglaries and my neighbor's dog. <laughs> if there was a bear that walked in your house, what do you think the percentage is that you'd be able to kill it? You're in your territory. My territory. I'm going to say it. Our house is ill-equipped. Ill <laughs> <laughs> You're not prepared for the bear invasion. We are not prepared for bears. <laughs> hey, Sean, did you arm the bear trap? Like, oh, fuck. And he's here, like, yeah. running down the stairs. We need more weapons in this house. Like I, secret weapons. Yeah, no, I agree. Secret weapons. I, I have, like... Like you reach under the D and D table. Yeah, there's like a there's battle like, axe. <laughs> there's a mace, dude. I want to get some medieval weaponry. That's something I want to get. That's not my New Year's resolution. <laughs> it's just it's something I need in my life. If I come home and there's like a full suit of armor in the in the living room, that would be nuts. God. I'm using it as a flower pot. You can use a the helmet pot. as a flower pot and okay. the cod piece. That's fine. <laughs> and the cod piece. Um, another one of my U- New Year's resolutions is uh, actually posting a song or like any music. Yeah, that I've publicly. Because I've made so many songs now and I'm like, nah, it, I don't really think it's good enough. And then yeah. I just won't post it. But Alex brought up a good point to me with that. It was like, it kind of doesn't matter. Because yeah. like, even if you want to do something more serious, I could just like do another account or make another artistry. True. Or you could just keep the same artistry and just do it anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a lot, of, a lot of artists have like big like reinventions of themselves where they change dramatically and people fucking love it. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, you know, you're not even at a level where it necessarily matters. You know what I mean? Like you still have time to like develop your sound and develop like who yeah. you are as an artist before like people start like glaring at you with like, yeah. you know, like we expect this of you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm definitely not in that yeah. light yet. But yeah, I'm... I'm Mentally, I'm I'm already worried. No, I see. I see. (laughs) I would argue to say that keeping it all in one account, I think it's really cool to see then the journey that you yourself have taken through music. Yeah. And anyone who gets into your stuff either now or later down the line, they can see your path. They can see what you what you experienced through the sounds that you have found Mm -hmm. to develop further your taste in music. And I think that's really fucking cool. Yeah, I guess it would be more of a holistic experience. But there's also a lot of artists now who have had those reinventions and you could go back and see their earlier music. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like it's humbling as like a, an, an aspiring artist. I mm-hmm. wouldn't say I'm actually like trying to get famous or anything. I just like doing it for fun. But as someone who's like trying to get into the field, it's interesting seeing how many people like do that reinvention yeah. and going back to their original uh, artist name or whatever they were in. Like uh, maybe it was a first band or something mm-hmm. and like hearing the music that they started out putting out 
And it's <laughs> like, damn, either even if they were holding back on a lot of songs that they weren't releasing, something like me, mm-hmm. um, you can still see like even the first songs that they post still are like completely different from the yeah. songs that they're releasing now. And you can see sometimes you could see like ideas that people had that like they just didn't really have the vocabulary or whatever to like fully express it. And then they go back and they like make that idea like something real, you know, and like something they just build on that like a lot more. And I think that's really cool. I think what I want to do, if I get to the (laughs) point where I'm like maybe like halfway through a career or something, Mm -hmm. I want to go back to my first pieces of music and sample that. So that not only I'm, so I'm not just like doing a rendition or like remake of whatever I did earlier, but better, but I'm actually using the old Mm -hmm. piece of music and making something new. Yeah. Recontextualizing it rather than interpolating it. That would be cool. You know, I think that's like definitely valuable. And I I agree. You should post your music. Hey, yo, New Year's is kind of hype. Not gonna lie. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's interesting as a holiday because it's like one of the only ones that's celebrated throughout the world. I know some calendars don't exactly line up, but... For it's the most part, it's like everyone celebrates yeah. on New Year's Day. And I think it's all—it's also viewed like as like a, a period of like you know renewal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. every everyone sees the new year as like this is like an opportunity. Like okay, I, I should change something up or do yeah. this or do that. It's kind of weird that it is like the only holiday that is specifically focused on like this is a day to set aside goals for self improvement. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I think it might be my favorite holiday. <laughs> I, I kind of agree. Not only do you get off work for it, true, but it's a holiday that doesn't celebrate like something useless. Yeah, you know? or just, yeah, like fucking buying gifts and shit, or yeah. like. I mean, I like the thing is like people who really dislike holidays. I, I get it, but it's also like if you don't have a reason for liking it, why do you have a reason for hating it? You know, I feel like people who have a big disdain for holidays generally You're have talking them. about me by the way <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't know if this applies to you but generally in my experience people who have bad um opinions about certain holidays or whatever it's from like a personal experience that they've had with the holiday like either the family didn't really care about it so it wasn't really celebrated so whatever you know what i mean or like you know maybe every christmas dad came home drunk or some you know something more traumatic or some shit but like it's it just like that's like at least my experience with people. Yeah. Not necessarily you. I don't yeah. know. For for me, my dislike of the holidays, uh, I kind of view have viewed every holiday. Specific holidays or all Gen- holidays? just like general holidays. It's just like I kind of view all holidays as like my New Year's as just like a just a day for me to uh, like just kind of reflect on myself and kind of just like be alone. I don't know. And I don't know, I'm just not really big into like the whole festive atmosphere of, you know, everyone wants to like, oh, let's get a, get together. Let's talk. Let's do things. And it's just, I, I do not wish to. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's fair. I, I, I think, um, I don't know. I, I definitely understand the party. Like, it feels like there's too many parties going on. Like, I went to a Christmas Eve party last weekend and then like you know christmas shit and then there's new year's like it feels like a lot's going on and it, i don't like i don't like that aspect yeah it but, feels like a day where i have to uphold obligation yeah. to others when i feel no, like i can just do that every single day and take today like for myself you know yeah but like the thing is is that the holidays sort of present an opportunity to like get together with people that you might not necessarily get together with often fair you know and it is like um annoying sometimes you know like being with certain family members or 
certain whoever, but like, it's also just, you know, I think it's a cool chance to just like, you know, get out of the gray. Cause these chill. months are really dreary. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like and especially where we are, like it's, yeah, it's bad in the winter and it's easy to isolate and be like, nah, fuck all that shit. You yeah. know what I mean? But I think it's, you know, it's good to do some stuff. Like That's I fair. see a lot of my extended family over these uh, holidays, like Thanksgiving, Christmas, not no, not so much New Year's, but yeah, like we'll have a dinner. I'll go over to my cousin's house, and like for the most part, that's probably one of three times that I'll see them over yeah, the year. Exactly. Like it'll be Thanksgiving, Christmas, and then and then like a grad party for mm-hmm. one of my younger cousins, mm. um, or a funeral. Yeah, or a funeral. Yeah, <laughs> well, funerals no, do get people together. Yeah. <laughs> If I had to do that, maybe like every weekend or multiple weekends It'd in a row, it'd be annoying as fuck. Like, <laughs> Give me the fuck out of them, here. Yeah, seeing them every once in a while is nice because yeah. they're still my family and I still yeah. like them. And you know, it's like it's always cool to like talk to, um, you know, someone that's you know either you've known your whole life or they've known you or your mom or whatever, and they mm-hmm. have stories to tell or whatever. You know, it can kind of be eye opening sometimes, especially when you talk to old people. <laughs> Especially when those, you talk to those boomers. old fucks, not like, boomers. I I'm talking ag- silent generation. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that's old as hell. I want bro. some coal miner stories. <laughs> you, do you guys have any uh, military members in your family? Yeah. I have a few. Yeah, it, it's kind of wild. Like any t- like you can be having regular conversation, all of a sudden they'll be like, "Yeah, you know that reminds me of when uh, you know we were down at the <laughs> golf and you know fucking I got stabbed. <laughs> yeah, it's like shot at four times, and you're like, okay, grandpa, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> well, because they're desensitized to it, and yeah. it's like it's definitely something that most people don't go through. So they're like, yeah, this is something cool I could tell people. But when you, when I'm, you get I'm kind of into it, it though. Or, I'm yeah, not gonna lie. I, I don't kind of like. The I don't know if they like think. That. I don't know if they think it's necessarily cool or if they've just become like so desensitized like you said that it's just like a normal thing it's like yeah back in nam i did this this and this and it's just like a normal thing to them you know what honestly I, mean? I if i was in a war and i was in like active combat i would talk about it well yeah use it for clout i Not killed about as many people but... in this room like you know last <laughs> I summer I how many people I've killed. <laughs> i feel like either way that's something that's definitely kind of weird that military people do they'll yeah. be like you know how many people i killed and i'm like i don't care. I feel like <laughs> the, pe- the only people who say that use it as an intimidation tactic. It's like, hey, you know how many people I killed? And yeah. then they're just trying to take command of the room with their military instinct. I feel like some people just kind of slip it in in conversations or they'll like <laughs> mention it in passing. And oh, I'm yeah, like, that reminds me of the time I killed 14. Yeah, it'll be like, <laughs> by okay. the way, my confirmed kill count is 34. By the way, I have over, I have over 300 confirmed kills. <laughs> that <So>. low <laughs> lieutenant sergeant general walks into the room. <laughs> It's him, Mr. Purple Heart. <laughs> oh, some old racist uncle. <laughs> I press the button, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I have a lot of family members that are in uh the military and they all kind of do the same thing. Actually, not all of them, but most of them do. It seems like they enjoy talking about the time that they were in combat and everything. My mom speaks of it fondly. She uh she well we're not fond- Did she go to combat? Uh, she, she was in the Navy, so it's like a different scenario that you kind of see. And she was literally just uh, fueling up like the, she was a she was a grunt. She was a one of the ones working on like the uh, aircraft. carrier. Yeah, she was working in an aircraft carrier, but specifically like the runway and stuff and like munitions. I see. That's and cool. but yeah, like she didn't she was in a war, but like not. Not an active combat. Yeah, I, I guess you, she herself wasn't taking part in any active yeah. combat, but like she really appreciated like the discipline that uh, like the military just brought to her day to day life. Mm-hmm. 
my mom was in the Navy. Really? And she... Uh, Navy moms. She regretted doing that shit. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. She's, Can't she, win them all. <laughs> she regretted it, but she met uh, my dad there. So... <laughs> it was, okay, cute. Yeah. Wait, what? Why did she regret it then? Because it was just a shit experience. Yeah, like when, when she went there, she only made it through like part of training and she had to like stop training because she got like a fucking cyst on her back. So. Oh, damn. Yeah, they fuck you up. Yeah. Like if you don't get it, if you don't get through boot camp, <laughs> I would want to just go through like the basic training real quick. Like a day. Yeah. No, <laughs> not a even day a day. in the life. I would do basic training. I, I would go through it. I wouldn't want to go into the military. Basic though. training is pretty long. I think I'm adding this to my yeah. new year's. Resolution. It's like what? Six months or something. <laughs> Let me look it up. Six to eight months. Jamie, <laughs> basic, Jamie, come on. Basic training. You gotta be quicker with this. <laughs> About 10 weeks. Okay. Oh, yo, so, that's, fucking, that's nothing. So two dude. and a half months. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. I'll do basic. I'll do it. You guys want to do it? Yeah, let's just do <laughs> sign so you do two and a half months of training. You get thrown into Afghanistan. You're ready. <laughs> we we'll join the Space Force. We'll yeah. be on Mars. We do it as our first skit. And <laughs> <laughs> we get sent to active combat. <laughs> We're like, I don't know about this one, guys. <laughs> guys, this is it. This New Year's resolution. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think this is it. You know, over the conjure. Enemy AC will be in the 20-bit, guys. <laughs> Do you have any resolutions, Anthony? Um, I also want to do like the cooking thing. I eat out so fucking much. It's mm, ridiculous. It's easy and to I, do. And I eat a lot of frozen foods and shit. And it's just like, I want something, something like more substantial and something that isn't just like a uh, stir fry, which is like what I always do. You, you want know? to come over and cook? <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Honestly. <laughs> We could, and then we, we just we, do we split the uh, the winnings. Yeah, then we <laughs> then we have dinner. I'm just inviting you over for a date. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'd love to. That'd be good. Dude, um, kiss a little. <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, God, it's gonna sound cringe, but I gotta work out. I have no physical activity. Yeah, like my job is the only thing keeping yeah. me anything active. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and um, you know, I I think I just want to start out small, like get back to like fucking walking you know yeah. outside it's not like i'm fat or like i'm obese now but i just have nothing like i have no stamina or anything and i think a big part of that is also vaping and that's another thing <laughs> exactly. i want to stop do you, think you can do it <laughs> i don't know it's tough but like i need to out of 10 what do you think how hard would it be yeah how hard out of how hard yeah probably like nine or eight or nine I, it'd be pretty tough okay because it's like i, I have either like, way always overestimate your enemy <laughs> <laughs> yeah true because like i um what's it called my my plan is to just like wean off of it like mm. go lower and lower and uh and nick you think Honestly, I, i've tried my that. Mistake that i've done i <laughs> the thing is is like i've heard that like quitting cold turkey can be dangerous especially with like these vapes nowadays they have a lot of nicotine in them they, what's dangerous about it like what happens uh i don't know i saw a house md clip on youtube shorts <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but i asked my psychiatrist and she said yeah it is true that it can be okay there, well, i mean there's psychological I effect it, no how, I how mentally hardy are you i'm talking yeah, i think it's more physical like oh, okay uh let me look it up when I don't have my vape, I get agitated. No, <laughs> I, when I don't have my vape, I have just like a weird headspace, but it's not that bad, I would say. But I don't think I'm as addicted as some people. I definitely rip it a lot, but I don't know. I can't really gauge that because I haven't really seen too many people quit, which is unfortunate. But yeah, it's just kind of the way life is. Romania. <laughs> it says nicotine <laughs> withdrawal isn't life threatening. So maybe I'm 
Maybe I was. Uh, Maybe it just sucks. For a loop. <laughs> I, know you, I know you can get sick. Like you get yeah. uh, dizzy. You get motion sickness really easy. That's Alcohol uh, withdrawal, though, you can actually die from. Oh yeah, though. for sure. I do know about that one. Um, I didn't know that, but I'm not an alcoholic, thankfully. But also, like alcohol, like there are so many ways to die from alcohol because, like, it also it fucks your liver. And yeah. It can it increases like your risk of cancer. Sounds vaping. Like <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Um, but then like uh, what's it called? It also like if you throw up a lot when you drank, it could like tear your esophagus and fucking kill you oh that way God. too. So it's like God, I don't puke. I puke a lot, which I, I'm I, a puker. scares me. Yeah, I'm a puke. I'm boy. a puker. I'm I'm a little pukey boy. When's the last time you threw up? How long ago? Nah, uh, maybe like a month ago or something. Because I, I sometimes it's weird. Like I'll have random puke days. <laughs> I don't think I puke ever randomly. I it's mostly like when I drink. Dude, one time I puked before streaming. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> nice. I I don't know why I was like. Like I, my heart was racing, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" You drink a lot of energy just, drinks. No, I don't know what happened to me. Mm-hmm. It, it was a while ago because I haven't streamed in a while. Have you talked to a doctor about it? No, because I don't. I I think I'm I'm probably exaggerating. Like the that puke thing happened a while ago, but I don't think I puked that much. I mostly just puke when I drink. Yeah. Yeah. Exaggeration is not worth peace of mind. Uh, what does that mean? I'm just saying, <laughs> if you think that you are at all concerned about it and that you're exaggerating it, at the very least, have peace of mind. Oh, yeah. No. I'm okay. I'm content with this. <laughs> Honestly, that's kind of true, though. Because when I, like, before pre-vomit, I'm like, oh, God. Oh, the life fucking sucks. Yeah. Just shoot me. But then post-vomit. Post-vomit like, is like... Post vomit clarity is yeah, fucking crazy. No, it's great. Clarity <laughs> it's real. It's wonderful. Yeah, you because you, you start feeling immediately better. And I've fallen like, asleep oh. on bathroom floors because I was so it's I was so, so cozy. Right after you vomit, <laughs> bro. If there's a if there's a bath mat next to the toilet, ooh. I'm myself up in that. <laughs> I got the dirtiest, It's the dirtiest <laughs> shit in the world. You're on the bathroom floor wrapping yourself in a, in a bath mat. <laughs> <laughs> and it's comfortable. It's cozy. Okay, well, That's... I've never actually done that, but like I understand. <laughs> I don't know if you actually have. I've laid on bathroom floors. I, have, I, I, have haven't, done I haven't wrapped myself. I have I fall fallen asleep. asleep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was one time in like seventh grade where I had a bunch of, or maybe sixth grade where I, have a, I had a bunch of my friends over and I had like this massive stomach ache for no reason. <laughs> so I was just like trying to eat something to make it go away. My mom was like, oh, salty foods help. Um, I don't know how true that is, salty but that's probably foods. like a wives tale. Yeah. Uh, so she was like, here, have some Cheez-Its. I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm just sitting alone in a room <laughs> like with all my friends playing Call of Duty downstairs with me just like not in the room. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just like trying to get over the stomach ache. And then I went downstairs and I was like, mom, it's not going away. She's like, do you need to poop? Like, no, that's not what it is. So I went upstairs and like took a shower and I just vomited everywhere. And then oh I came back God. downstairs and I was like, hey, what's up, guys? Mom. <laughs> just a complete mood shift. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Today was instantly better. <laughs> yeah, I went back downstairs and I'm like, uh, what's up, boys? <laughs> Full on vomit hand. <laughs> I, no, I vomit like all over myself. Yeah, when he I was in I the vomited, shower. When I said I vomited everywhere, it was, mo- it was mostly just like I vomited a lot. Did it go in the it was drain? Directed. Yes. Can the shower take that? Yes. It's gonna have to. Can the shower you can vomit like whole pieces of food? Well, you vomit chunks sometimes. It yeah, depends that really how digested depends. it is. I guess. Yeah. Did you eat oatmeal? 
No. <laughs> Specifically oatmeal. Well, oatmeal is already like a slop. It's already it yeah, comes pre-digested. Really, but I mean, it's going to come out oats, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Everything comes out oats. <laughs> so if you eat corn and like, you know how it... <laughs> yeah. NSFW. <laughs> when you eat corn and it comes out in your shit as like whole kernels, mm-hmm. does that happen when you vomit too? Yeah. Oh yeah, probably. Why wouldn't it? That's what I'm asking. What would it come out as? A whole cob? (laughs) (laughs) It reforms. (laughs) (laughs) I had corn today, ma. You eat it. Oh, God, honey, get to the toilet. (laughs) You start growing like the the leaves of the the shuck on your head. Never eat the core of the cob. (laughs) (laughs) You eat the the corn with the husk. (laughs) You bite into it. (laughs) Like an apple. Country girls make do. (laughs) Andrew Tate got arrested. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, that, that was true. crazy. That was wild. You guys hear why? Yeah, uh, yeah it was because for uh, human trafficking yeah. charges. Kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> it, now, I'm not saying it's dope, but like, if no, you're going to get arrested based. for anything, no, like, if you're going to get arrested and you're going to be Andrew Tate, <laughs> if human trafficking charges goodbye yeah i totally see that like the the description of like how they found out not 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 the pizza thing but like the fact that he had just these all these girls he was posting like several pictures of the past month of just him watching movies or just being with a bunch of women (laughs) that are all like obviously posing for a picture yeah so it's like the fact that he got caught for human trafficking because he was uh, like flying in women to stay as at, like at the house for OnlyFans content. I'm like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> it's insane. And the way that he acts about women in general, I'm like, yeah, yeah. There's no way he didn't do that. Shit. It adds up. Obviously, it's still an allegation, but like, <laughs> yeah. As a viewer, I I totally believe he yeah. he did that shit because it is you know <clears throat> he did only get arrested. There's no conviction yet, so he's not a convicted human trafficker. Yeah. Um. But wasn't I believe that he was investigated previously for human trafficking too? Um, the, and this I is think like it was a follow- an investigation that started. Oh, okay. And, and this, this is this the, is the follow up yeah. arrest from that investigation. I see. Um, no quote yeah. me on that. I'm not entirely well, sure. Uh, yeah, that's I, just my understanding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for those of you who don't know the full story, apparently he was like he would go and find like women and like uh, swoon them. You know, like befriend them and then like get them to have sex with him and like you know like love him basically and get him to or get them to do like whatever he says and then um basically made them make porn like under threat of like <laughs> abuse and shit which is a uh, pretty fucked yeah, pretty up gamer moment from yeah Angel you know the, the, God the man has been taken down like Greta <laughs> <laughs> yeah that whole exchange was just so funny to me they're like I saw people tweeting after uh after Greta like first tweeted back at Andrew Tate, everyone was like, yo, Greta took the bait from Andrew Tate and he <laughs> doxes himself. And everyone's like, it's just the master plan of Andrew Tate. He's going to expose the Romanian government it from inside. Calculated. Yeah. The thing is, is like, that's so stupid because he literally proclaims that he goes, that he went to Romania to uh, be able to take advantage of corruption. So it's like, why would he fucking care if they're corrupt yeah, when he, he wanted to go there and take advantage of yeah, it? He's like, I'm <laughs> going to Romania to do crimes. It's caught for crimes and people are like, it's part of his master He's going to take him down, he's man. He's taking down the Matrix. <laughs> I just don't get it. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, that's just like 
proper delusion. They Andrew, just love Andrew Tate's got big villain energy. They just love throating like that Tate cock. They're writing that Tate dick. <laughs> it's because his head looks so much like his penis. <laughs> I love how much we talk about Andrew Tate on this podcast. <laughs> this is the third time, I think. He's, he's like the topic time. of so many white dude podcasts. Well, hey, somebody's got to take him down. <laughs> <laughs> if who else but us? Who do you think sent the message, man? <laughs> Yeah, we're we're the ones who I, took down. Andrew I got Tate. the geo tag from the photo and fucking set that shit to the cops. <laughs> that, that dude who does GeoGuessr. Like, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't mean Jerry's great. Pizza Romania. <laughs> I'll take it. I am pretty sure though that that pizza story is fake. Like, because really? like he was because like you said, like he was posting pictures of himself like walking around in public in Romania like with women and like driving cars and like doing all that shit. They knew where he was and they've raided his house before. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, so like they've, mentioned, they've Andrew Tate's he pretty easy to spot. Yeah. <laughs> he walks around in a fucking robe all the time. And he asks people about his fucking Bugatti. Yeah. And his cigars that he smokes all the time. <laughs> did you see Aiden Ross's tweet on? Oh my god! That, what did Aiden Ross say? He was Wait, like, yeah, you I gotta, might want to pull it up word for word because it's it honestly is spectacular. It is I knew insane. he was an idiot. But goddamn, <laughs> who, who, did, who is Aiden Ross? He's a he's a streamer. Um, he kind of got famous for doing those uh, gambling, like crate opening. Fun. Uh, All right, already interesting like content. That. Yeah, <laughs> he would also he would also do shit with like rappers and stuff, like bring them on for like interviews and like to mess around with chat and stuff. Oh, I met were his interviews good. I don't know. I didn't okay. watch that shit. <laughs> I haven't watched A it. lot of people watched it and a lot of people enjoyed it, but you know, Fair who knows enough. if it's the, um, he's dipped a little into politics now, but only because he just had like random takes about it. And then people start asking him about it. And then he, oh, okay. he he's like, it's kind of bait on other people's part because like, he obviously doesn't know anything about politics. So like, why are you arguing with him about politics? Like if he doesn't know anything, I'm not going to put it, pass him for just being ignorant uh, on a lot of the subjects so okay. like i don't get why people are using it for content but either way like his it's his, funny his I a guess. lot of like really eyebrow raising takes about <laughs> stuff he also just can't read <laughs> <laughs> there's a clip of him trying to read the um the wikipedia entry for fascism oh and it is just a train wreck so um here's the aiden ross tweet Nah, I ain't gonna lie though. Joe Biden, please go ahead and pardon Andrew Tate. Donald Trump would have been on it already. Unfortunately, Trump clears you, Sleepy Joe. <laughs> Doesn't know what country it's even. <laughs> yeah, it, as if the U.S. president can pardon someone for crimes in, in Romania. <laughs> is he a U.S. citizen, Andrew Tate? I don't even he, know. He might be. Because if he is, maybe Joe Biden can do something. Well, if, if anything, it'd be like a trade like Brittany yeah. Griner or some shit. You know what I mean? But like, I don't know if if we have some Romanian person that they really care about being extradited yeah. or something, you know, especially because I don't think we're really hostile with Romania necessarily. No. Like, it's just a, um, a whatever country. You know? A whatever country, dude. <laughs> it's one of them whatever countries. He's saying a whatever country that the U.S. politics. Yeah. Because we don't have like any beef nor like yeah, strong exactly. allies, uh, allyship with them. Probably, Probably trade do. or something. I think, I we, I think we're, they in NATO? we're at least allies because I'm pretty sure they're part of the European Union, right? Yeah, I think Jamie, they are. I'm learning a lot. I think they are part of the EU. New Year's, baby. Oh, wait, no, they are part of NATO. Oh, Ooh. So we're good friends. Yeah. Romania's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Romania. Yeah. <laughs> Not Andrew Tate, though. No. Shout out most Andrew people in, in Romania. 
Uh, do you guys have any new habits that you guys picked <clears> up recently? Because I was thinking habits. about it a while ago where I just uh, started drumming on shit. I used oh, to do it yeah. as a kid a lot, but now I'm doing it for like a, a purpose to like try to develop different rhythms. Mm. And now it's become a habit where I'm in the car and I'm like, I'm in the car doing it. I'm like thinking at work doing it. Like it's become a lot more prevalent. I've, I do that a lot when I drive, uh, when I'm like, I, I'm like, Bob, I'm trying to keep a, uh, like a one, two beat on my fucking, my <laughs> left leg while I'm trying to like do some weird, uh, rhythms You're on the steering wheel. You're doing I'm trying driving. to. I don't know if that's <laughs> safe. <laughs> I mean, it's like when I'm at a red light on the or freeway. Something. Okay, yeah, you're going. <laughs> you're doing like a Seven Eleven polyrhythm. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm trying to get like my brain to get used to thinking like that though. Yeah, and it's just like separating core movements. Yeah, polyrhythms are really hard to do because of the the way that your brain works like that. It's so fucking. It's because like the moment like one of the beats sync up, the other one wants to change to it immediately, yeah. and it's fucking wild. Yeah, it's it's like as soon as you hit the sync up part, you guys hit the same note, and then it's just all downhill. <laughs> it's, it's like, like <laughs> wait, <laughs> you you come to the conclusion, and then you're like, "Fuck, how do I start back?" They have to swap rhythms at that point. Yeah. That's the challenge. That's the ultimate challenge. Can they swap rhythms when they sync up? I want to see someone do like a three stage polyrhythm where you're doing like a foot. And then like two snaps on your, <sighs> on your hands. I would die. Like actually my brain would explode. <laughs> there's probably some, there's a YouTube out there it's from like 2007 <laughs> yeah. doing it. With a guy four. doing it in front of like 30 trillion people. Yeah, he's using both feet and hands. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one of those like one man band instruments. Yeah. He's got an accordion too. <laughs> he's playing on top of it. So you guys have any new habits? I can't really say they're new habits, but I've been, I've been walking away when I feel bad <laughs> lately <laughs> from social situations. Yeah. Just in general, because it's like, I realize that I'm not in the best state of mind to act in that instance. And yes, I might be dissing the other person. Uh, no, I think that, I think that's valid. Yeah. I think it's a probably like, good course if, of I, if I continue to interact in that moment, I will inevitably do something that isn't what I should be doing. Yeah. yeah. You'll like let emotions take over. Yeah. I think that's a good I think habit. That's, I think that's mostly a mindset that, everyone should adopt because like if you're not in the right headspace to deal with a kind of situation, there's that meme where it's like, I don't know if you're in the right headspace to receive information that may hurt you, <laughs> but it's like, it's, it's kind of true. true to a yeah. point. It's, yeah. it's very true. Cause it's like, sometimes it's just like, I'm, I'm hearing things just like, I was already thinking of something else and this is one new thing on top of it. I don't, I, I just can't, I don't, I can't spare the time for this right now. Yeah. yeah. If you're not emotionally prepared for it, you're not going to be able to deal with it in the best headspace to be able to actually yeah. solve or come to a conclusion. Yeah. So, I was going to say like, it's especially like it, when you have like very emotionally volatile situations, like that's kind of the best thing you can do mm -hmm. because like if, if you're, um, you know, like, saying something that you shouldn't say can lead to really bad consequences that oh, yeah. are going to be, you know, they're going to make you regret what you said and they're going to make you this and that. And it's just like, you know, it's better to just walk away, think about it yourself, come back and after you've collected yourself, you know, I'm also trying to consciously be less defensive. Uh, just like when I'm just like, <laughs> there's no point in me being defensive. I have nothing to defend. That's I, something that I, I think I've struggled with a lot. Yeah. in like recent uh, situations in my life because it's like, I don't know how, I'm still like gauging what the correct balance is, but I don't know how much I should be defending of myself before it's like, I'm just defending myself because I don't want to be wrong in yeah. that case. Or on the other side, it's like, how much am I just letting happen to me mm -hmm, in yeah. that case? 
true. Because I don't know how defensive <laughs> I should or like can be. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know, so another kind of resolution and like habit that I'm like doing. I want to have like a better relationship with my family oh, and some yeah. of my friends as well. And the um, and I think a big part of that is talking and like trying to like understand the other person and like actually um, listen to them. You know, mm-hmm. like with my brother, it's very hard sometimes when we talk uh, because we very much disagree politically and mm. politics always gets brought up just because that's like the type of people that we are. And Anthony and what's it called? And so I've just, <clears throat> I've come to a, a, the conclusion that it's just better to, cause like, I'm not gonna by saying like, Oh, you're wrong about this. You're wrong about this. You're wrong about this. Like that's not, it doesn't convince anyone to hear that, you know, mm-hmm. like to just to hear endlessly, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. It's better to like have someone that you think genuinely understands you. And actually, I hope that I do genuinely understand them. And then like I can like maybe point in some directions why they're why I disagree. You know what I mean? As opposed to saying you're wrong, I'd say like, you know, OK, I understand where you're coming from, but this is why I see it differently. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or something you like that. Reason. Yeah. <clears throat> Where it's just like. You know, instead of saying, you know, it like instead of doing like gotchas and like trying to make them feel dumb, you know, because then that makes people defensive and that mm-hmm. makes them like shut down and then not want to learn anything or talk about anything with you. You know what I mean? So I think that's important. Yeah. That's a that's a good resolution. I, I feel like as I've gotten older, I'm starting to become closer with my family. Yeah. When I was a, a child, like before the age of nine, I was pretty close with my family. My sisters were older than me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was always like. 20 or no she's like 30 now echoes 29 um so like we had a huge age age gap when i was a kid but uh echo specifically hung around me a lot so i had like a good relationship with my sisters that's cool and my and my mom and dad but when i got to a like the teenage years i was super distant like my sisters moved out or like they were in college and like we barely talked my mom and dad were divorced uh after i turned nine so it was like i only talked to my dad on the weekends and he was pretty uh like off doing his own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like as an adult and seeing them more on my own fruition now, now that I've moved out and everything, it makes me happier to see them. Like it makes me feel yeah. closer because now that we're all adults, I feel like it feels like I took a trip away and then came back as like my own person. I see so I'm able saying, to communicate yeah. with them as, you know, people that are my family yeah. instead of like the these older are people sister, that I live yeah. with or these are people that I grew up with. So I have to be there. But also, I feel like at least with older siblings, personally, with, with like my older brothers and stuff, I've always felt like there's like a very big distinction. Like they're the older brother. You know what I mean? Like they have like these responsibilities and they're this and this and this. And, you know, you have like some you have like this picture like built up in your mind about them. But it's like, you know, when I actually talk to my brother, like Chris specifically, my older brother or oldest brother, it's like, you know, you can actually see like, you know, he's just just a normal human. You know what I mean? He's just another me. He's just another me. No, literally. Cause like we, him and I struggle with the same shit a lot of the times. And, um, you know, it's just funny to see him struggling with that stuff or not funny, but like, it's, it's nice to see someone, (laughs) it's nice to see someone else struggle with that and like, see that, you know, you're not alone in that struggle. It's definitely me with my dad. Like a lot of similarities that I've seen him growing up with, like Mm -hmm. for specifically like during the divorce, um, not to trauma dump, <laughs> but specifically during the divorce, he like when I went over to uh, his house over the weekends, because that was like the deal him mm-hmm. and my mom worked out um, to get me exposure with like my mom and my dad. Mm-hmm. 
Um, You'll get paid an exposure. <laughs> <laughs> He, he would mostly like not really plan to do anything with me. It would mostly just be like, I'm over there to do stuff with him, I guess. Like he would do whatever he wanted to do over the weekend yeah. and just bring me along with it. And that caused some problems because it felt like he wasn't really there, like trying to participate in my childhood mm. um, or my teenagehood rather. Um, but like growing up and having my own job, having my own house and like, I don't, I haven't been through a divorce, but I can obviously understand how horrible that is yeah, to go through. Very tough. So probably. like, I kind of understand why my dad was like that. I have a close relationship with my dad now, but like during the time, um, we were just like kind of dejectful to each other. Yeah. But it's like, I totally understand. <laughs> I don't think it's necessarily exactly right, but no. Yeah. Cause like it's, I think <clears throat> it's easy to like villainize your parents as like, yeah. you know, whatever, uh, just because, you know, you were at the end receiving whatever treatment, whatever, you know what I mean? And, you know, you kind of focus on that because that's your experience. But, you know, at the end of the day, your parents are people too. And, that, you know, they yeah. make mistakes. They have their own feelings, their own desires, their own whatever. And, you know, it's like, it's not fair to say, uh, you know, you know, you can't even take time to mourn your divorce or whatever and yeah. then do all this with me. You know, it's it's hard to put that on anyone. Yeah. yeah. If I was if I was working like eight hour shifts every day, came home and then like yeah. literally had no one in my house and then <laughs> I get my my son over the weekend for my only free time. Yeah. Like I'm it's, happy he brought me along at least. Yeah. Because I'm sure that he was trying to make the best of both worlds, but I just couldn't see that as a kid. No, definitely. Because I was like, I'm gonna play video games. <laughs> like, we gotta go to the stores in. Come on. We gotta I wanna do something fun. <laughs> Can we take a break? I have to pee pee. Yes. Go for it. Hi. Dude, that fucking that outro is like uh it's sedimented in deep within <laughs> layers of my mind. What the fuck? <laughs> You're gonna be like in a coma one day, and some kid is gonna fucking come in and he's just gonna say his name, like, hi, I'm Paul. Check and out this ancient meme. <gasps> that's that's literally me with the Sonic Adventure 2 battle uh, <laughs> city escape theme. Just I'll be, opens I'll your be eyes dead for 10 years, and I'll hear I'll be the first zombie in the world. <laughs> I was thinking you like insane. wake up in your cryopod. It's playing on the loudspeaker. <laughs> Everyone's listening to it in the ray of cryopod. The test was a success. <laughs> Only 10% of the, <laughs> the members woke up to this stimulus. The Russian sleeper agent <laughs> signal is city escape. Honestly, for me, that's it. My neurons activate. Dude. I wake the fuck up. You're in a survival situation. All of a sudden, City Escape starts playing. What do you do? I fucking go ham. <laughs> I escape you the city. You win. I escape the city. Glass Onion, Knives Out. I thought it was really good. You, oh, Did you guys watch it? Album? I have no idea what video? it is. It's a, no, Knives Out. So, like, there was the first Knives Out movie. It was it was a murder mystery movie. I was, I was thinking of, um, what's the album? No. Knives Out. No, no. It's not that. <laughs> but that's what I thought of in glass onion, dude. I thought this was like an onion post. No, <laughs> I, it's just a really good movie and you guys should watch it. What's it's the movie? Knives out glass onion. What's <laughs> it? oh, it's a murder mystery. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You what do you want that. me to fucking say? Oh, there's a, this character, and this them? character and that character. Yeah, and they spoil, do this it. And this. spoil the ending. Benoit Blanc dies. Does he? No. Okay. <laughs>
But that's a spoiler. Noir Blanc. He sounds that's French. His name. It's thank God he dies. <laughs> it's it's Daniel Craig playing a, a, a Southern American. Fucking Harry Potter. No, dumbass. <laughs> James Bond. Cranked James Bond. No, that's what Jason Statham. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fucking Harry Styles plays Daniel L.A. Noir. <laughs> <laughs> is that oh, dude's right. name Daniel? It's Daniel Radcliffe. Oh yeah, Dan- <laughs> <laughs> he went through like five different people. <laughs> Not even the dude. It was Daniel just Harry Curry. Potter. Oh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson from <laughs> Harry Potter in Hunger Game fame. <laughs> Who played Peta in Hunger Games? Peta. Peta played people. <laughs> Peta. You're Peta. in Hunger Games. Peta. Peta, you're really good at making cakes, Peta. You can Peter, disguise yourself of, as a rock. Get out of the Hunger Games. Peter, <laughs> you're not hungry. Wallish, <laughs> <laughs> I am. Okay, I'm ending the podcast here. <laughs> <laughs> the brain machine. We, we have no, this is truly no thought. <laughs> this is the best podcast to end the year off on. Hang on. What? Does luck defy fate? Oh my fucking God. <laughs> I fucking, <laughs> now it's really the most no thought podcast. What does that even mean? Uh, yeah, I thought that was kind of silly too. Uh, the the idea that when you say that something lucky happens to you, do you think it's lucky because it goes against all circumstance of what you thought should happen? Or is it lucky because, or is it like luck inherently part of like, oh, this is fate. This is by chance this thing happened. I think that's the idea with like miracles happening. That's what miracles in my brain have like the connotation of. Because like when you say something is a miracle, you're saying that it's like some of the best thing that could have happened happening happened to you yeah i'm just trying to say like like, what's the difference between a miracle and luck then um well i think a miracle is the act of something lucky happening to you depending on what it is a miracle is like the religious version of luck oh i don't think it's necessarily religious (laughs) but maybe in connotation again well because like miracle is like a religious word is it right is it not i I, I don't know probably i've heard it in like a lot of things i've i've definitely heard it related to a lot of religion like when they're like oh are miracles religious it's (laughs) it's a christian miracle it's a christmas miracle isn't uh a surprising and welcome event that is not explicable by nature or scientific laws and is therefore considered to be the work of a divine agency okay so it is a little bit religious so like the consciousness (laughs) huh huh and the podcast (laughs) i i don't uh i don't know i'm not someone who subscribes to the idea of fate so when things lucky happen to me Mm. i mostly just describe it as like i don't really think that it's you think everything's random chaos yeah Mm. i think i I don't think the idea of well i think you can describe lucky in terms of like a it's just our interpretation of the fact that this is a low chance of happening but it happened to me anyways or it keeps happening to me um so it's like i don't really think that i don't pertain that to fate just saying that it's something that's destined to happen to me i think it's kind of weird how things just kind of line up like that sometimes like when things are just going really well or things are going really really poorly depending (laughs) on how lucky you are yeah uh when i was making that question i was really just trying to bridge the gap between things that are considered like divine or uh, like i'm trying to bridge the gap between what my thinking is and how does something like a miracle exist in the world 
What's the scientific explanation for a miracle? Well, I think it depends on the miracle. <laughs> well, no, right? it was just, said just it, being lucky. It, it's something <laughs> yeah. that's beyond. Uh, it, it's beyond like science and uh, the entropy like, has formed <laughs> for you. Yeah, like it's it's a weird thing. It has no like real definition. It's just like this shouldn't have happened, and that's the that's the only explanation. By all for laws it. of nature. Well, yeah, I think it's just the it's just an advent of the chaos mm. because like anything can happen. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. I mean, yeah, the the idea that we could phase through the Earth when all of our particles align—that's yeah, that's a fact that <laughs> I, I, I I'll never forget it. that. Yeah, I learned about it in middle school. The fact is, like, uh, I don't know how, how true it actually is, but it, <laughs> I, I saw it in like a documentary. Um, so, like, quarks within an atom—it's an empty space that they can align properly, so that whatever you touch, maybe it's like a solid object or water, like none of the quarks or atoms will pass into another one. Oh, so they'll shit. like literally never touch, or like the uh, electromagnetic—not electromagnetic, uh, like the weak nuclear force that acts between atoms and everything. Is it not electromagnetic? No. Well, no. it depends on what is actually making that connection. It's—it's uh, okay. it's probably a combination of strong, weak, and uh, maybe a little bit of electromagnetic but i'm not a physicist so you're getting this from mm. a white dude on a podcast <laughs> Most like white, white, white dude on a podcast tm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like they can align in a certain way where you can like phase through an object which is like never going to happen because yeah. they're moving so quick within an atom but, but it's you're like still the, fearful yeah it can happen <laughs> like at any point moment zero 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 it's probably like zero to the oh, yeah. googleplex yeah chance of even doing it for like a split second yeah true because it's it all it all depends on time too you could like phase through part of the earth and just like your shin is in the cement now yeah. <laughs> well that would be that's the thing is like if it was happening realistically it would be on something that you wouldn't have ever even yeah, noticed because right, it would happen yeah. so quickly that you get such little depth of like say you're touching a table with your finger <laughs> you get such little depth of your finger actually into the table before it just like removes the the top layer of dead skin cells on your finger <laughs> why, why is there dirt inside my skin <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> thank you for listening to my podcast we'll be back next year this probably will be posted next year oh oh this has been the white dude MD like we're podcast. talking 2024 <laughs> maybe yeah, 2024 is when we're coming back thank you for listening thank you for a great year bye i bye. love you i've been zane i've been anthony i was alex until next time play us out dude <laughs>